walkable, get people outside. The fact is that while there's electronic entertainment all around, people do want to go outside and they do want to feel connected. And creating an incentive, creating an inspiring way to get people connected should be a role of a city. Hi, welcome to Theatre Simple's Park Bench. Park Bench is a whimsical, site-specific art installation with a serious agenda. We simpletons ask folks to consider a big idea from a different perspective, literally, and then we podcast that conversation to the world. On September 15, 2010, we asked folks to share their thoughts about the Redmond Central Connector in Redmond, Washington, and how they envisioned their city as it keeps developing over the next 5, 10, 20 years. We heard about history, natural resources, future plans, topics ranged from what makes good community to what drew people here and keeps them here, to what big ideas should be considered in the future planning along the old rail line that divides the city. From these interviews, we've tried to sketch the community, pride, hopes, concerns, and wish lists. If you participated in these chats, rock star. If you live or work in Redmond, we hope these two podcasts spark ideas about what you'd love to see. Think big, generous, and remarkable. Keep the conversation going. And now, the Redmond Central Connector, part two. has been planning for the purchase of this quarter for more than 10 years and so we're really excited that this year we finally wow. purchased the property and uh, it's been a, a really important um, piece for the city because we can use the quarter for um, regional partnerships for you know installing utilities and developing road crossings and a transit line that will come through in a, about a decade. The other part of it really is a lot of our comprehensive planning policies for years and years have um, focused on the idea that this city has grown up around the railroad, but it, the railroad actually has divided the city. And so, you know, if you think about the north and the south sides of town, mm -hmm. there's very few places where you can cross the tracks. Um, Redmond Town Center is sort of divided from Old Town Redmond. So the whole idea of a lot of these infrastructure projects is to reconnect or even connect for the first time a lot of these places. I like the, the trails. Uh -huh. I like, uh, you know, the trees and the parks, that type of thing. Uh, commerce, you know, will be on the outskirts of it, sure. I'm sure. But uh, lots of great trees, great landscaping, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a few years back I, when they redid Seattle Center as an example, mm -hmm. They did an excellent job there. I was uh, really worried about that. I well, thought they did I know. an excellent job. They too. did an excellent job there of landscaping it. I mean, they didn't just dump in the little gallon pots. I mean, they did a nice job. And uh, and so that's what needs to happen. I mean, I know it takes money, but uh, if you're going to do it, do it correctly. You know, you, you got to invest, basically. You, you got to invest in it. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I think this is a great deal. You got the whole. Uh, you know, Redmond Town Center here and that. I like that whole concept. And this whole, the buildings will build out here. And it should be nice. You look at the, the, the rails and they've been uh, defunct for, for you know, a generation now, it seems like. Um, and uh, there's really, it's really bisected the city between the newer town center and old town. Mm -hmm. And uh, the opportunity that this trail will have to stitch stitch the city back together and create 
something new and different, a, a completely new type of space through the downtown. So what do you think about this uh, connector corridor? It's, it's a wonderful idea. I think it's... Uh, what's, what are you most it's, excited about? It's, I'm excited about the fact that we'll have basically what they think they started planning, a linear park through the middle of town where you can uh-huh. you can walk from one end of town to the other end and, and actually go into the town center, you can go to restaurants, you can... Cool. Also, as you can see, we're, st- we're sitting here right next to the Cleveland, which is one of the first um, high-density housing units that was developed in downtown Redmond. So if you can think about walking out your back door, see they have a stairway coming right down to right. the railroad tracks, and walking your dog down the trail and stopping for coffee at a coffee shop that has a patio facing the trail, and then maybe there's um, a little water feature or a play mm-hmm. structure for um, your kids. So we're just trying to envision all of those things that can create community in downtown Redmond because this is an urban center designated mm-hmm. by the regional council. So it's a place where we're expecting um, thousands and thousands of new residents and employees in the next 20 years. So the, the major thing is what are we doing for the happiness of not only the city functioning but for the the residents that actually live here 24-7. But that's a great way of enrolling the people involved. Mm-hmm. You'll get a lot of effort by people if they know they have a stake in this and they know that this is where it's going. It's been a, an adaptation for us to live in a, a suburban community. There are reasons why it's useful for us. I work at Microsoft, so the commute is great. Uh-huh. And, you know, raising children out here, it was, it was great. But it is missing something that's core to what we have grown up with, which is a community. Getting some feedback on on all the little uh, park elements and and what what's speaking to people from an art standpoint and the types of spaces that they want and don't want to see. The, I was over at the little tent over there where you... Uh, the little tent on the yeah, railroad tracks? Where you enter into, where they just removed the old Redmond shopping center mm-hmm. there and all that. And there's still a subway and a mattress place there. There's just this little triangle there. that, And then you got two streets that come together there. And that would be your entryway into that park that you're proposing mm-hmm. to build. Right. Which is a great idea. But it's too small a spot to have a couple little quick little businesses there that should be your entryway into a great vision of your park system like like what would you what would you imagine if you could design it what would you want to see more park more park they need to acquire that property so that as you come into that little vision there boom here we are welcome to Redmond I want to see planning done that is 20 to 50 years out okay so what does that mean that means a lot more greenery, less less fossil fuels, obviously, mm-hmm. and at the same time, less gentrification. I want to see small town people oh. uh, be able to create things. I think that like those little kiosks and sidewalk cafes are sort of nice if you just went for a walk and uh-huh. you're sort of like thirsty or something or hungry. So uh, one of the things we liked was the idea of like a bistro or a cafe uh-huh. where people could go with little you know gathering points to have like drinks and they could be alcoholic drinks but there'd be kiosks of little businesses that would run these and then you'd have like little you know appetizers or little light meals there and it's a place to gather with friends and family and just kind of hang out and it's okay to have kids I mean it wouldn't be like it's a bar or something like that. Right. Like someplace. in Europe. It's, it's like it's in all Paris. all over Europe the kind of the street culture. It is. Right. It's, it's, and it just really and the nice thing about 
about the connector is it would blend you all the way down to the trail too from mm -hmm. the midtown center all the way through to there so it'd be like a continuance of that because there's really not, a, not enough outdoor areas where you can enjoy the the greenery and the outdoors and also enjoy you know having a drink and having something to eat it's a nice blend of those two things so if there's a really attractive area one of the things that I mentioned before was uh, having landmarks mm -hmm. you know sort of big iconic things that everybody recognizes so you can say meet me at whatever it is and the one that really I, I think is very cool that they had a picture of in the uh, in one of the tents was the bean in Chicago which has now mm -hmm. become world famous there are things that everybody knows right. and uh, and people gravitate to those things because sure. they're just cool it's just, it's just a place for people to walk and bike and people to ride their bikes and uh -huh. and, uh, and maybe a little kiosks of retail kiosks well, for, that's a good for, idea. for hot dogs and sure. you know, for people that Basically similar to the Sammamish Trail, only wider, uh -huh. more things to do, more interactive with the with the properties on either side of the corridor. Yeah, it's it's pockets of Redmond are is a des our destinations, mm -hmm. but um, they're not tied together, so they're they're disjointed. Mm -hmm. So having that kind of continuous flow is really nice to allow people just to bike and do their commuting and their shopping and whatever along the way. I think so. this is a real opportunity to, because I think Redmond Town Center is isolated. It's it like is isolated. separate from the rest of the downtown. Railroad. And it's, it's yeah. not terrible. It's like less than a block away it's from the mental block. But this, this will, tracks. I think, like has the opportunity to really kind of connect that to the rest of downtown and get rid of that sort of artificial barrier between the two. There are natural third places. That's what I want. You wanted. go home, yes. you go to work, what's the third place? Uh -huh. All right. I want a third place that's pretty messy. It could be something like third place books with all the stuff that's around here or right. crossroads or whatever or santa cruz or something where you don't have to go to a special place to have an interaction where the interaction with your fellow uh, redmond residents happen all up and down the street this is where the farmer's market comes in the farmer's mm -hmm. market's wonderful because people come there and they do things and they go away mm -hmm. but you get that it's a natural third place mm -hmm. that's occurring and i want to see lots and lots of third places and not the coffee shops, because the coffee shops are not, they're a third place. But it's in, you hear all the noise, you hang around a little bit and you leave, and it's right. its all, that's not what I'm talking about. When the sidewalks were more rustic, yeah. or more interesting with trees and, and, and various things like that, uh -huh. married to a woman for Paris, you go outside, you sit like you are here, yeah. but here you got to come into a parking place to do right. it. Right. That's not the same thing at all. Right. It's all, it's corporatized. I'm okay. not interested in that. I want, the, I want something You want the street small. and the sidewalk. <laughs> I want the street and the sidewalk to be a, a place of living and life. I've talked with some people that, that actually say, you know, Redmond really is unique in the Seattle area because it feels the most like a Scandinavian country with the, the ability to ride bikes around the city and the connections with the trails and how flat it is and that you really can can get around everywhere on your bike and it feels it feels safe and just to think about what this four mile stretch will do to even improve that even further. I'd just like to see a lot of people out. I think uh, that's sort of the definition of community and the car culture that the suburbs tend to have isolates people. I think, it's, I think people should be able to walk, ride a bike or, and uh, take, the F, take the emphasis off of automobiles. In downtown, I mean, I work in Kirkland. My office is in Kirkland, and I can uh -huh. 
I can go from my office to Starbucks to lunch, right. to grocery store to, oh, to down, walk down to the waterfront. Right, right. I, mean, I can do all those things. It's quite nice. Our main concern is that we have a place where we can bicycle uh -huh. either to work or for weekends for pleasure. That's the main thing. What are, what are some of the outdoorsy things that build community here in Redmond? I mean, what are the things that Redmond sort of, I mean, I know you've got all these great parks. A lot of biking. A lot of biking. Yeah, so tying the pedestrians and the um, rollerbladers and the bikers together, you mm -hmm. know, in a kind of a kind of community. So, the, so talk to me more about the bike trail. Is there been a place that you have seen a bike trail that you admired that you'd like to see oh. connections like? Yes, I mean, uh, we bike on the um, Sammamish River mm. Trail mm. Uh, quite a bit. And we'd and, like to uh, see a better connection to Issaquah, yeah, for instance. Yeah, we'd like to see oh, that's a better, better, better connection. That's Issaquah, we've also biked up in um, Snohomish County. Uh -huh. So anything that would create a, um, a link uh, between the existing uh, trails. I think it could be a big opportunity just to get people out of their cars to downtown because mm -hmm. it's not really easy to get to downtown Redmond on a bike right now. It's, there's lots of traffic and if that, there was this trail that you could get to that central area and then access the different shops and businesses, there might be a way to connect people um, outside of their cars. Yeah, and without competing with the cars on the roads, yeah. it's nice to feel a little bit more secure that you're not riding along the road and a car may not be paying attention to you. If you're in the connector, you're a little more protected there with the family. And We would use we would use the trail. Yeah, yes. we use it all the time. We use it quite a bit. We do a lot of bicycling, so we really would use the trail. And we think it's very important to have... Uh, I, I grew up around Green Lake. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still drive over there to uh, to use that, to use the but lake, to have right. something more local uh -huh. couldn't be beat. With the connector, um, there's a few people that probably want to do more like commuting with mm -hmm. the connector, and other people that really want to gather along the way and have a slower pace, or even stop and you know look at sculpture, whatever. Go to the so there should be like a faster <laughs> lane for people that want to do this bike commuting, mm -hmm. and then there should be a slower lane for those people that want to you know stroll or mosey or go at a little slower pace, so they're not you know, like can competing literally with right. each other. And especially since we have considerable health issues now as mm -hmm. um, country as a whole right. and our area too, right. I think it's really important to um, promote healthful living and to have um, places where you can walk and, and exercise safely. I think that's very important. You want that interaction constantly among people. It's it's like having a mall, not even, it's not a mall. Well, in the old, in the, in the classic term of mall, it is, because a mall was a promenade that people walked along That's and exactly had businesses, right. as opposed yeah. to the walled off malls you see that you And I wanted to, to know if that, that was my question, is that corridor that they purchased, mm -hmm. is that going to be like a modern something like that promenade. or not? And they're not sure. That's why I was talking about a train. Train right. mixes it up right away. You come in, you dump people off, pick people up, take people mm. away. The train is a mixer; it mixes things, things up. Mm -hmm. Except it's not continuous. How do you? How would you? How would you solve that? Because it like drops in one spot and then goes on, and people may not go more than a couple hundred yards in either direction. What do you do for those other miles? That's a very good question. I like the whole concept of the transit area coming through here. I'm sure that could be, you know, a few years down the road. Uh, my only concern about transit areas is it becomes transient. I mean, they notoriously do because that's just where people congregate. 
And as I look at the structures, you know, over here on the north of us. The apartments? Apartments, the condos and yeah. And I understand there'll be more of them mm -hmm. continuing on here to the east. Uh, and that's great. But that is their back door, kind of. And um, transit areas have problems with just people congregating and hanging out, waiting for trains and that. So I think your problem, or not so much a problem, but your vision and that is to to build an area here where that won't happen. Uh, you have to have commerce maybe in conjunction with that waiting area. Well, that would make a lot of sense. Well, but do you, now do you think this kind of a corridor is going to help it build that community here? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It'll tie all of the people in that live on these and the apartments and the condominiums. What I see is something like a governmental Facebook. Basically, what happens there is you enroll someone and say, if you're interested in these kinds of topics, etc., we would like you to be a part of this, and we will give you information from the get-go, ideas as they come up, problems that come up, etc., and we will filter them down through you so you can have feedback as we go along. Okay. Now, architecturally, translate that to me. To me how, if I'm walking down a street someplace, how do I see that? There's a kiosk over there. Okay. And the kiosk gives me an up-to-date as to what's going, what is interesting going on okay. in certain areas. I can go there, I can hit a button and say I'm interested in transportation. Okay. Transportation says these are the things going on, blah, blah, blah. Press this one over here and you can talk to so-and-so or at least to their office or whatever it is. Or you can you can let them know that you're interested so that you go into the queue so then they contact okay. you. that's been kind of percolating in your mind as you've been looking at some of these images? The outdoor cafes, the trails are definitely good for bicyclists, walkers. Outdoors, just to have some earth with things growing out of it is good. I really like the idea of having um, the misty water coming down um, while you walk because in the summer, that's a good idea because some people can get really hot in the summer. I, I see all the photographs over there, but if those could be added to a, a website and then you could advertise that, pick uh, the samples of the type of art or the structures or the streets or the uh, examples that you like mm -hmm. for incorporation. And, and that way you get to a much broader audience. Well, we were in Pennsylvania this summer and along the historical markers they specifically designed placards that are kind of ornate with you know like a gold background and a gold um, ornation and a black background and lettering and it describes each of the historic areas that you're looking at different spots along the way so we could put them along the trail and then have them point you know down to different streets or paths or whatever where you would go to that historic site. Why is that interesting to you? Because it draws the history of Redmond into the community. If you just have a connector, you don't know. Because we only came here in 95. Mm -hmm. So we don't know the history of Redmond and Redmond and the trees and everything. Like We have to learn all that. This helps you learn along the way. When you're out um, biking or walking, it's hard to navigate. Mm -hmm. And we've been out, we, we went on a bike trip this summer and we met these people over by Redmond Town Center and they were trying to get to Seattle. Mm -hmm. And they were totally turned around. They had no idea where they were and which way to go. Oh. And it seems like it would be great to have some really good signage that says, here's a map of all the trails and you are here. But yeah, they, there's an opportunity to do more than sort of the institutional government kinds of signs and uh, make it fun so that uh, everybody kind of gets a little kick out of it. Oh, I'd like to see street performers and little kiosks where people are selling things. Uh -huh. and 
we could walk or ride our bikes along there and then also like the little bistros I was saying if you want to stop off and have a bite to eat or a little glass of wine we could do that <laughs> the different ven- right. vineyards from you know Washington could represent themselves there or whatever nice. you know have little you sure. know, wine uh, tastings somewhere Ad- along adequate there. parking just to so that they don't adequate parking so that when they d- take this rail corridor they don't eliminate all the parking for the that's exi- a good point for existing sure community. sure and I, okay. think they're, I think they're concerned about it, they say they are. I would love to see like a, a place where people could um, do outdoor performances, you know, concerts, mm-hmm. um, art shows, festivals, things that really bring people together. I personally would be extremely excited if the site that we're sitting on right now, um, right across from Half Price Books, the city had a performing arts center that integrated into the station and that this performing arts center was a piece of art in itself. It's like a trail except it's really pretty because along the sides of it it has um, like sculptures and stuff. Do you, do you like art, sculptures you can look at or do you like sculptures you can actually touch and, and uh, interact with? Well I like both because sometimes people just need to just look. And it would just be a way for, you know, community to throw together. And even when you think about it, you know, I was thinking about how the police and the um, fire department make a real effort to, you know, go out into the community and extend themselves and get to know people. That mm-hmm. would be a great way for them to kind of, like, mosey along and just talk to folks, you know, yeah. really just integrate. And having so. public transit is very good, too, linked into it, which is excellent. You, I overheard something about geocaching. Oh yes, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're geocachers, or starting to be geocachers. So, so talk to me to about how that would interface. That would be fun. Oh yeah, because it allows you to kind of you know move quickly and then slow down and try to find something quickly. So you're like kind of, kind of you know going following the, the clues and you know whatnot. But it's nice to have it along the way because you have geocaching at Marymore Park, uh-huh. quite a bit of it, and then there's a big gap I think in the town. And then I don't know if there's really much along the trail at all. So you'd have the connector that you kind of pull in from the park. And it would be, you know, just kind of draws another group, another group that doesn't would not necessarily go there right. to that area and then discover and mingle with the rest of the folks that are doing other things you know, along the connectors. So one thing that, you know, that I have a particular issue with is um, at one point there was a proposal to widen 148 to three lanes in each direction. It's currently two lanes in each direction. That was basically to, to appease concerns about commuter traffic. That commuter traffic is only there from 8 to 10 in the morning and from 4 to 6 at night. And I, I don't want to see overbuilding for commuting. Mm-hmm. Too much concrete is bad. <laughs> Keep things growing. Mm-hmm. Have, have some green. That's what we need. Um, what was one of the things you liked about growing up in Chicago, and is there anything that is similar here? Uh, the cultural stuff, for sure, was yeah. wonderful. The, the museums there are just world-class. They are fantastic. They have um, wonderful restaurants, sure. you know, wonderful festivals. So in a microcosm, that could happen here. That's all the stuff I would like to see here, yes. <laughs> visions you want to see 10 years down the road 15 years down the road uh, I'd like it to build out 
I'd like it to happen. You know, uh, I'd like it, you know, I know there's different phases to things like this, but I'd like it to happen and don't piecemeal it together, you know, either do it or don't. And if you're going to build it out, you know, you know, we support our community. We, when this, on the downturn of this whole recession and that, which we're still in, but, uh, you know, we try to support our community. We ate at our restaurants, we shopped here, mm -hmm. that type of thing. And That's so great. we'd like it to grow. Walkability, more of a community, able to get places without cars. And we're seeing more of that now. When we first moved here, we didn't see that. Places we could walk to in the evening to go out to dinner. And that is like valuable. We like things like that. It's just a very green place, and uh, it's a great place for family and a great place for fun. Yeah. Pictures of other successful places are helpful, and this weather illustrates the need for a covered outdoor area, <laughs> which would be nice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Overall, what's your, uh, what's your feeling about this event tonight? Have, did you feel that you were able to learn what you wanted to learn and, and have a voice uh, to things that you wanted to have a voice about? I think it helps seeing uh, a tangible sense of progress towards you know, the goals, um, seeing the, the photographs um, helps a great deal. One, one of the things that people need to be able to do is to visualize progress, be able to visualize the future, and it's a really hard thing to do. And you have to have events like this to kind of get people to look at something that's new and be able to talk with the people who are the planners and who are the designers of the new. It just would be great to have a lot of visitors here because then people could understand like what we're like, what we like, and what we do. Thank you for listening to Theater Simple's Park Bench and the second of the two episodes about the City of Redmond's Central Connector Project. Many thanks again to the people of Redmond who shared their dreams and visions of what their city can become. Thanks also to the City of Redmond who organized September 15th's Central Connector Visioning event. Without you all, we wouldn't have had anyone to talk to. If you have any thoughts, comments, or ideas regarding Redmond's Connector Project and the podcast, the City of Redmond would love to hear from you. You can contact Carolyn Hope at cjhope at redmond.gov. If you'd like to get in touch with Theater Simple about the podcast or anything else, you can email us at thsimple at gmail.com. In fact, you can learn more about Theater Simple on the web at theatersimple.org. That's T-H-E-A-T-E-R simple.org. Our music is the work of the amazing Chandra Cogburn. You can learn more about her at chandracogburn.com. C-H-A-N-D-R-A-C-O-G-B-U-R-N.com. Park Bench is edited by Andrew Litsky, and the interviews were conducted by Andrew Litsky and myself, Lisa Holland. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you in the park bench someday. Have a seat and tell us your thoughts. We'll tell the world. Thank you.